Hello, and welcome to the Work and Worship Podcast, the podcast for Christian entrepreneurs to explore how their faith impacts their businesses, their homes, and their lives. I'm your host, Jordan Jones. You are in the right place if you believe that your work matters, both in your business and in your homes, and that how we work as Christians should look different than the rest of the world. We believe that everything we do can and should be an act of worship unto the Lord, and that by doing excellent work, we can honor and glorify God in all that we do. Join us each week as we navigate how to steward our lives and work well, how to step into who God is calling us to be at home and in our businesses, and how to do that all without sacrificing the things that matter most. Let's dive in. Hey guys, today's episode is going to be a short and sweet one compared to some of the others. We've had a ton of really awesome interviews and episodes recently. And I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to any of the ones that you might have missed. Some of the top episodes recently have been Honoring God Through Health and Fitness with Gigi and Brian Pruitt. That is episode three. My Personal Testimony and Faith Journey. That is episode nine. A lot of people have been reaching out to me about that one. So that's been encouraging for me and hopefully for you too. And the other really popular episode is Stewarding Our God-Given Gifts with Lauren L. Sasser-Smith. And that one is episode 13. So for today's episode, we are going to change things up a little bit. It is not an interview and it's not really a business or faith focused discussion specifically. This episode topic was actually inspired by my friend Joy, who hosts the Call to Both podcast, which as a side note, I highly recommend. If you're a mompreneur, it is one of the few episodes that I listen to every single week. And you can actually catch my interview on her podcast, which is episode 70. And it's all about elevating your funnel game and my own story of launching our first funnel and bringing in 30K in revenue while I was on maternity leave. It was a really fun episode to record. So definitely go check out episode 70 of Joy Michelle's Call to Both podcast. Anyways, on Joy's podcast, she did an episode a while back on the things that were saving her life as a busy working mom. It was really fun to get a little bit of insight into the things in her life and in her business that have been helping her thrive or just find joy. And so today I'm totally stealing this idea. Thanks, Joy. (laughs) And sharing my own version of the things I'm loving right now. So I'll share a few of the things that I've been loving in my business. And then I'll share a few fun personal things that have been saving my life and I've been loving recently. So let's talk business first. These are some of the things that have been saving my life and helping me run a business on less than two days a week. The first thing I'm loving is Notion. Joy and I actually talked a lot about Notion on her interview on my podcast, which was episode eight, if you want to check it out. And I think we talked about it a lot on my interview on hers as well. But all that to say, we both love Notion. I use Notion for so many different things, both in my life and in my business. For me, it's replaced things like Asana, Google Docs, Sheets, etc. I love that the tool is so flexible and can do so many different things. It can host my entire podcast content creation plan, my guest portals for interviews, our SOPs and training documents for Daily Kairos. It has my entire portal for my assistant to help me with building out my own funnel course. I use it for clients and their funnel projects. And I even use it for my personal book list and tracker in there. One of the biggest ways that I use Notion, like I just mentioned, is for my clients. I created a client portal 
template in my Notion that I customize and I share with each client. So this portal is our go-to dashboard that hosts their strategy call video and notes. It hosts their customized funnel map and a database of the step-by-step implementation plan. It allows my clients to upload files, tag me with questions or comments, draft emails right inside of Notion, and check off items as they go. It has simplified so much of my client project process and communication, and it just keeps everything in one place. It also has AI now, as does most things, I guess, and I've used its AI tool to help me outline podcast episodes, draft sales emails, and work through ideas in my own funnel launch. Notion is probably my favorite tool and most used tool in my business right now, and I highly recommend giving it a try for yourself. And if you're not sure where to start, they have some really cool templates in their marketplace, and there's just a ton of videos on YouTube. That's how I learned it myself of just, what can I even do in here? So you can check that out if you want to um, go to jordanjones.co slash Notion or just click the link in the show notes to check it out. The next newer program for me that has been a game changer is Kurtra. I've been running an online business for over eight years now and building funnels as part of that business for well over six years. And throughout that time, I have used a ton of different tools and software And personally, the tech part for me is something that I really geek out about. I've never minded using a bunch of different platforms and integrating them all together. My approach was kind of that I I would have rather had the best software for my email marketing and another one for my landing page builder and another one for my core software if they were easy to use and implement. And then I would just use a tool like Zapier to link all of them together. But when it came to teaching funnels to clients and to students who apparently don't quite geek out over the tech like I did, I knew I needed something a lot simpler. To be honest, I was really hesitant to use one of the all-in-one tech tools. I know there's a lot of marketing gurus and people out there that love Kajabi or, you know, they talk about it nonstop about how easy it is. But I was skeptical because I figured if the tool could do all of these different pieces of business, then it wouldn't really do any of them all that well or wouldn't be the best at it. And I had used Kajabi before for some client funnel builds. And while it was super easy to use, it was a little more limited than I liked. But that's what, you know, like I said, all the course creators, marketing folks promote. So I figured, okay, there's got to be a reason. for So I decided to do a trial of both Kartra and Kajabi, similar all-in-one platforms. And... (laughs) You guys, I canceled my Kajabi trial after like two days of using Kartra. (laughs) And while it might not be as pretty as Kajabi, Kartra more than makes up for it on the back end and what you can do. I even wound up canceling my other email marketing system. So now everything I have is hosted in my Kartra account. So just to give you an example or like a peek behind what I use it for in my business, I use it for my weekly emails to my list. I use it for my opt-ins and the forms, so the pages and the forms. I use it to build landing pages and sales pages. I create all my workflows for things like welcome and nurture sequences in there. And I'm building out my entire funnel for my evergreen course, all within Kartra. So it really is all in one. And it's wound up saving me a good amount of money just being able to use one tool for all of those things instead of patching them together like I used to do. 
Another big reason that I chose and love Kartra is because it allows you to share entire funnels and workflows with other people. This means that I can create everything from opt-in pages and sales pages and emails and tags and sequences and automations all for a funnel. And then I can share that exact template with someone else, which is exactly what I'll be doing in my upcoming course that I've kind of been like sneaking in here and mentioning. So if you want to get on the wait list for that and be the first to know when it launches and grab some pre-launch enrollment pricing, you can go to jordanjones.co to get on waitlist. And if you're a little confused about some of the things that I've been talking about with funnels or what an evergreen funnel is or how it can work with your business and how you can use them to scale really simply and sustainably, then be sure to check out episode 10, which is scaling your business with evergreen funnels. And finally, if you want to give Kartra a try for yourself, which I highly recommend, you can use my affiliate link and you can get a free trial of it by going to jordanjones.co slash Kartra. And all of these links that I mentioned, you don't have to be writing them down. They're always in the show notes, but I do want to share them in case you're driving or doing dishes and you know you just think of it or want to write it down. Okay. The last business thing that has been saving my life right now is Descript. Descript is the tool we use to edit this podcast. And as someone who had no idea what she was doing when she launched this podcast, I needed something simple and easy to use. And Descript is all of that and more. One of the things I love most about Descript is that it transcribes your video or your audio so you can edit using the actual script, which just makes it a million times easier to look through the words and see, oh, I repeated it there. That's where I messed up. And you can kind of cross it out and move it around rather than trying to like sort through a video or audio file and find that exact spot when you're not looking at the words or the script. So I can delete words. I can replace words. I can add intros and outros and sponsorship clips all of that. And a newer feature that I just started using is actually grabbing clips out into script to create into reels. I just highlight that section of copy of the script that I want to use. I copy it to a new project. I just change the dimensions to portrait and then it'll auto load the captions for me. So all I have to do is play around with some of the font styling and colors, make it a little bit on brand and then export it. Like I said, it is super easy to learn and use. So whether you're editing a podcast or making YouTube videos or just creating or repurposing some kind of content for social media, it has been a lifesaver. Okay, now that I've shared some of the things that I've been loving in business, I'm going to share three things that have been saving my life personally. The first thing is the Bible reading plan that I've been doing. In the past, I've been kind of hot and cold with consistent Bible reading, especially if I'm trying to read the whole Bible in a year. It's easy to start the year off really, really strong, and then I just never make it out of Deuteronomy. I don't know how many times I've read Deuteronomy in like the first few chapters of the Bible because I start all gung-ho in the beginning of the year, and then I just don't keep up with the Bible plan. And so this year, I tried the Navigator's Bible plan. And it's probably been my favorite year-long Bible plan or Bible study that I've ever done. I read through the Bible for the first time back in 2017, and I did a Bible in a year plan on the YouVersion Bible app. And I really, really liked that, honestly. But I hated that if I missed a day, I started feeling really behind. And I didn't love that I needed to use my phone with the app first thing in the morning or, you know, in order to read the Bible, I try to keep my phone away and off when I'm reading it. 
So this year, I tried the Navigator's plan, and I printed out the actual plan to keep in my journal, so I don't need to use any tech at all. I just get my Bible, my Kairos journal, and my printed out sheet for the plan. This plan has been one of the easiest ways I've ever read the Bible in a year because it has built-in grace days. And so I don't ever feel like I'm falling that behind. So each month, there are 25 days of reading, meaning you have five or six days off, quote-unquote, or like these built-in grace days if you miss one here or there, or if you don't get to read all of those readings for the day, it's easy to kind of make it up on the other days that you might have a little bit more time for Bible study. So instead of feeling super behind if I miss a day, it's helped me to stay on track and stay way more consistent because of those built-in grace days. So each day of the plan, there are four readings. They are a mix of Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, etc. I personally enjoy reading the Bible this way because it helps me understand it as one complete story and start to see how the different parts and books relate to one another. Especially being raised Jewish, I knew a lot of the Old Testament stories. And so I really like reading it like in tandem, old and new. You can download the reading plan for free if you just Google Navigator's Bible plan, or I'll link it up for you in the show notes too. And like I said, I just print those out, print out those pages and keep them folded in my Kairos journal to reference each day and just check off as I go. This episode is brought to you by Daily Kairos. I've been using the Kairos prayer journal since we first launched it back in 2019. I'm not joking when I tell you that this journal has completely changed my prayer life. As someone who did not grow up Christian, and I honestly didn't read the Bible until my 20s, the Kairos journal has really helped me develop a consistent habit of spending time in prayer and in the word every single day. Yes, even as a self-proclaimed non-journaler. It's been such a simple yet powerful way for me to prioritize my Bible time and reflect on all that God is doing in my life. If you'd like to try it for yourself, you can use code JORDAN for 10% off your first journal, and you can check them out at dailykairos, K-A-I-R-O-S.com. That's dailykairos.com. The next thing that's been saving my life recently is earthly products. Now, a little confession here. I am pretty scrunchy now. I heard this term recently to describe someone who is like kind of crunchy, but also really loves Chick-fil-A drive through <laughs> And I'd say that's pretty accurate description of me. I was never really that holistic or crunchy before having kids, I feel like. But these last few years and raising babies and just everything going on in the world, it's really made me do a ton of research and just question things like, why in the world is there red dye 40 in children's medicine? Anyways, without going down or off on a whole tangent on things like artificial dyes, one of the biggest changes I made in our family's health is using earthly products to manage our health, build our immune systems, and treat most illnesses. I use their products for everything from teething and tummy support for my youngest to magnesium lotion at night to my daily vitamin, to how I treat coughs, colds, etc. I actually wound up getting COVID this past Christmas. A lot of fun. And I used only earthly products to treat my symptoms. They are 100% natural and have a ton of different immune supporting products, as well as tons of resources and guides on how to use more natural remedies to manage your health, especially if it's something that's newer to you like it is to me. 
So some of my favorite products and most used products are Teeth Tamer and Cough Be Gone for my kids. I use Cough Be Gone probably the most for them if they start to get a little, just a little tickle in their throat. I'll just put some in their juice. It comes in a little tincture bottle and we never have to worry about coughs and colds most of the time. I love Feel Better Fast and Elderberry Elixir for immune support. I use Nourish Her Naturally for my daily vitamin. There's a like a general Nourish Me Naturally or a women's version or a men's version. They all work great. I haven't obviously tried the men's one, but I've used the Nourish Me and Nourish Her. And then Pete has been using the gut health for some of the digestive issues that he's been trying to figure out. So if you want to check any of them out, I'll list them in the show notes. And I do have an affiliate link if you want to try it. It's just jordanjones.co slash earthly. And you spell earthly, E-A-R-T-H-L-E-Y. I actually might have a discount code as well. So I'll link that up for you in show notes. And if you have any questions on products or how I've used them or how we use them in our family, just shoot me a message on Instagram at jordanjones.co. They also have really great guides on their website for free on how to start using more natural remedies for your health. We really only use this type of quote-unquote medicine now in our house. My sister came to visit and she was like, had a headache. And she was like, do you have any real medicine in your house? I think I've scrounged something up from her in our pantry, but we really do. Like I share this because it has been a game changer for us for managing our health and being able to treat myself and my husband and my kids in a way that I'm like, I'm really comfortable with the ingredients. I'm really comfortable with how it's helping our body and not just like treating symptoms, but really strengthening our immune system too. So that's my little tangent about my crunchiness. Okay, last but not least, another thing that's been saving my life is my Kindle. I am probably late to the game here, but this thing has seriously been a game changer for me. I say game changer a lot in this episode, and I don't even apologize because all of these things game changers in my life. Going into this year, I I personally set a huge reading goal. I knew I wanted to make reading more of a priority for me. I always used to love reading, but after having three kids in the last four years, it just started to take a backseat in my life. And honestly, I was starting to fall into the habit, into the bad habit of watching TV at night as a way of relaxing. I get the kids down, clean the house and I just want to veg and watch TV. And so I wanted to set a really big goal to help me prioritize reading more, especially at night, almost as like a habit, a good habit to replace a bad habit. So I asked for a Kindle for Christmas with high hopes that, you know, maybe it would help me get better at reading, especially if I just keep it next to my bed on my nightstand, loaded up with books that I wanted to read. Well, I am here to report that I did, in fact, get a Kindle for Christmas, specifically the Kindle Paperweight, and it does help me read more, a whole lot more. Last year, I read a total of 15 books, which I was pretty proud of. I had a baby last year, so like there were three months where be that postpartum, early morning, feedings, breastfeeding, figure everything out. It is just a wild time of life. So for me to prioritize reading, it just, it didn't happen. Three or four of those books were in December alone last year. So as of this recording, it's early July. So we are just over halfway through the year and I've read 39 books. Honestly, that still sounds kind of crazy to me. And I'm not saying that to brag. If you had told me this last year that I'd be reading this much, I would have thought you were crazy. Like I would have thought there's no way. I have three kids under four. I'm trying to run a business and like the side margins of that. 
And we have so much going on personally, like there's no way I could read that many books. But having the Kindle next to my bed or to just throw into a diaper bag, it's made it so easy to get into the habit instead of going to, you know, binge Netflix at night or scrolling in these little moments throughout the day, it made it really easy to just grab my Kindle instead and read a few pages. And those few pages, it's like that daily discipline. They talk about, James Clear talks about anatomic habits too, but it's like those little, the little disciplines and the little habits that actually make the really big difference. So me reading my Kindle for five minutes instead of just filling the void with scrolling, that's what allows me to read 30 books. Not because I have hours and hours on end to read books, but just because I'm replacing some of these negative habits that I want to get rid of in my life with just a few minutes at a time of Kindle reading. And because you guys know I love Notion, I have a template I made in my personal Notion dashboard to help me track all of the books that I have read this year and all the books that I want to read. And this has actually really helped me stay consistent too, because I can just have a bunch of books loaded into my Kindle or I put them on hold in my apps. I use Hoopla and Libby apps and I just connect them to my library card. So I think I've bought one of those 39 books for this entire year. The rest I've just borrowed through the library and I can just keep them loaded up or, you know, put on hold. So they send the books right to my Kindle when they're ready. So all that to say, the Kindle really has been a game changer and I highly recommend it. I don't know all the different types of Kindles. I have the paper white and I really like it. It makes it easy to read at night too if Pete's already in bed sleeping. I don't have like the blue light and all of that. It just looks like a white sheet of paper, I guess. That's the best way to describe it. And if you have any favorite books you've read recently, feel free. Please shoot me a message on Instagram and let me know. I'm always adding more to my want to read list. And if you have any questions on some of the books that I've read, I'm happy to share. I I do a wide range of like business and faith and parenting and fiction and apparently now fantasy books. And so <laughs> I probably have something that I've read in the genre that you like, but shoot me a message. I'm happy to share some of my favorites with you. Okay, friends, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about some of the things that have been saving my life right now, both in work and business and in my life. Have an awesome day, and I'll see you next time on the Work and Worship Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Work and Worship Podcast. I pray you leave encouraged and empowered to run the race that God has for you. And if you enjoyed our conversation today, go ahead and click that subscribe button so you are the first to know when each new episode drops every single week. And if you want to share some extra love and leave us a five-star review, that would be amazing. The reviews make a huge difference in how other folks are able to find the podcast, find the episodes. And we just know that there's a need for good, biblical, faith-filled content in today's world. So I would love if you would take a minute to just share it with someone, a friend, a family member. Thanks again for hanging out with me today. And I'll see you on the next episode of Work and Worship. God bless. God bless.